Welcome to the Power of Prayer podcast on the Living Bible Hub Network, featuring conversation with cousins. Enjoy the conversation. Have you ever experienced negative thoughts of depression, loneliness, or scarcity? Unlock the peace from within by texting BELIEVE, B-E-L-I-E-V-E, to 877-670-1975 and receive our weekly words of encouragement. Again, text BELIEVE to 877-670-1975. One nine seven five. Welcome to this episode of Conversation with Cousins. We hope you are encouraged, inspired by the words that we share with you today. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good evening to wherever you're located and whatever time you might be watching. You have now entered into conversation with cousins from a Christian perspective. My name is Sherry T and my cousin's name. My name is Eddie J. And again, we are grateful and thankful for you. Uh, tuning in with us uh, another week. Uh, this is episode 21. Yeah, this is episode 21. So again, we are thankful for all of you uh, who have been rocking with us the past 20 weeks. Uh, again, we are grateful and thankful for all of you. Again, we thank you all for your comments, uh, your prayers uh, for me and Sherry T., uh, as we continue to have uh, conversations. Again, as I always say, these are genuine conversations. Uh, there's nothing scripted. Uh, we The only thing we do is uh, we come up with a topic or a scripture and we allow the Holy Spirit to flow. That's, that's, that's what we've been doing the last 20 weeks. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we will continue to do. Uh, we will allow the Holy Spirit to flow. Uh, so today, we want to continue. We've still been in the series for boundaries for about a month, month, month maybe two months now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been in this series called Boundaries. And today, we want to continue dealing with uh, emotional and mental boundaries. Uh, we want to continue in that vein. Uh, and, and the scripture we want to walk through today is First Kings chapter 19. First mm-hmm. Kings chapter 19. And as we walk this, uh, you will be able to see uh, the prophet Elijah uh, has some mental uh, and emotional. Matter of fact, he had a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, now I ain't going to tell you the story. We're going to walk it. But again, <laughs> let me bring up speed. Again, Elijah had just came off a great victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had just came off a great victory. And in your leisure time, I would encourage you to read 1 Kings uh, chapter 17 through 19 mm-hmm. uh, in your leisure time. Uh, but he had just came off a great battle uh, at Mount Carmel yeah. uh, where uh, he uh, uh, thought he was by himself. Uh, the Lord was with him. Uh, he stood and proclaimed. He let them uh, make a sacrifice first. Uh, they went through all of that. Uh, they even started cutting themselves with and blood was gushing all over their little sacrifice. Uh, and nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Elijah got to the point and said, okay, enough is enough. I didn't allow y'all to do this for hours. Uh, so no, now is my time. Mm-hmm. Now is my time. Uh, so Elijah prepares the sacrifice. Not only does he prepare the f- sacrifice, uh, but he dug uh, some holes and filled some water on top of the uh, of the sacrifice. So he has some. He had it all drenched around water. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he said the whole thing was that God is answered by fire mm-hmm. uh, is the true and living God. So he he went to another extreme. 
uh, he prepares his sacrifice. Uh, he make uh, ditches all around, drenches of water. Uh, then he prays to God. God answers. Not only does he strike it with fire, but he licks up all the water. I mean, and it was a lot of water. Mm -hmm. So he even licked up all the water and the people were amazed. Uh, and they truly came to the realization uh, that the God whom Elijah served mm -hmm. is the true and living God. And then they have the prophets of, uh, of Ahab healed mm -hmm. because of that. So now he's just coming off a great victory. Mm -hmm. uh, he's coming off a great victory. Uh, so now we see uh, uh, verses 1 through, uh, again, 1 Kings chapter 1, verses, I'm going to do 1 through 2 right off the bat, 1 through 2. Okay. Uh, and it says, uh, Ahab chose Jezebel. we got to remember, Jezebel is that wicked queen, and she is the wife of Ahab. Mm -hmm. uh, Ahab told Jezebel everything that Elijah done. And had he and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. Uh, so Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, May the gods punish me and do so severely if I don't make your life like the ones of them by this time tomorrow. I'm going to reverse three. Then Elijah became afraid and immediately ran for his life when he came to Beersheba that belonged to Judah. He left his servant there. I'm going to start right there. Mm -hmm. Again, he just pulled off a victory. Uh -huh. And now Ahab uh, tells Jezebel uh, what had happened. And remember, we got to remember Jezebel. She is this vicious this she is a wicked queen. Uh, so now Jezebel says, uh, because of what uh, he had done to uh, the prophets of Ahab, uh, we got to get Elijah. So again, uh, Elijah had a great victory, uh, but he ticked off Queen Jezebel. <laughs> uh, and then he says, her God, which is Baal, uh -huh. had been mocked and her prophets had been killed all because of this prophet named Elijah. Uh -huh. So therefore she threatened to make Elijah like her own prophets and she basically says that by this time tomorrow uh, the same way you killed my our prophets Ahab and Jezebel uh, she says, you're going to be like this by this time tomorrow. Now, we got to remember, Elijah just it, had a great victory. <laughs> he just had a great victory. Uh, but now, when he hears this, uh, Elijah becomes afraid and immediately ran for his life. Uh-huh. Uh, -huh. uh I said, I'm going to say this, and I'm going I'm to I'm give it to Cub because I know she's going to go with it. Uh, we have to be careful after victories. Because after victories, the devil is always looking for another area to get you. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. We can't be so celebratory mm -hmm. of the fact of a victory. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as that, as soon as we go there, the enemy is always plotting and scheming to yeah. get you in another way. Go ahead. Cause. Yeah. Um. So true, cuz. I mean, what a way to start. I mean, just just coming out the gate, you're you 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 are letting us know that even though we have a victory, there's a storm around the corner mm. because the enemy is trying to attack us. And I can say from my own personal experience, and a matter of fact, a group of women called Women in Progress. We've been, we've been praying together for years and doing ministry. And, and we know the importance of once we go out for ministry, we, 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 we've been preparing for conferences. Once we go out for ministry and that ministry is completed, matter of fact, a few weeks before the conference even shows up, 
we're already praying that we're covered after the conference because we know when 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 we walk into those places and minister the gospel that we are going to get attacked and we have to begin to cover everything around us our family our friends our associates where wherever we're going we're asking the lord lord after this conference protect us bring us into that place and we'll get we'll get more into that in the scripture because if you don't it can be a wipeout it can be an emotional and mental wipeout because you're because you're on a high already because yeah. you've seen you because you've seen the power of God flow you've seen people's lives change you've seen people getting excited about what what has been said they've been ministered to so you're on a high and I can understand you know Elijah probably was on this high like yes Lord you 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 showed up again and and at the point that you think everything is good it's going to be smooth sailing here comes that crafty devil because he's only thing he come to do is a kill, steal, and destroy. And he'll do it any way he can. I'm going to flip that back over to you, Kev, so I can fix this technical difficulty. All right. So so, so we see we see he, uh, because of this victory, now he's on the run. And what he should have remembered, uh, if God brought him through, God just brought him through a victory. Mm -hmm. And if God did it before, mm -hmm. uh, he can do it again. Mm -hmm. uh, so he should have just, he should have been able to rely on, okay, here another situation. Instead of, instead of, he took it upon himself mm -hmm. instead of giving it to God. And how many times when stuff come up, we take it upon ourselves. Mm -hmm. Instead of giving it to God. Mm. So because he take this upon himself, now he's fearful. Uh if he would have just gave it to God, uh he could not he could have been he could say, Okay, God, I'm giving this to you. Mm. But here we see instead of giving it to God, he gives it to him. Uh he handles himself because we see he runs in fear. Mm-hmm. So verse 4 to 8 says, but he went on a day's journey into the wilderness. He sat down under a broom tree mm -hmm. here, here, and prayed that he might die. Huh. Uh, he said, I had enough, Lord. Uh, I had enough, Lord. Take my life. I'm no better than my ancestors. Uh, then he laid down and slept under the broom tree. And suddenly an angel touched him. The angel told him to get up and eat. Then he looked, and there at his head was a loaf of bread baked over hot stones and a jug of water. Uh -huh. So he ate and drank and lay down again. The angel of the Lord returned for a second time and touched him. He said, get up and eat, or the journey will be too much for you. So he got up and ate and drank. Then on the strength from the food, he walked 40 days and 40 nights to Horeb, the mountain of God. So again, we see here, uh, uh, he got to the point uh, where uh, he felt defeated. Uh, he was done. Uh, he gave his resignation. Love it. Love it. Let me say this again. He was defeated. <laughs> Uh, he was done. Uh, he gave his resignation. He basically said, Lord, I'm done. Uh, I'm done. Uh, again, he went into the wilderness for a day. Uh, he And he prayed that he might die. Mm -hmm. uh, he, so he's done. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he handed in his resignation. He said, Lord, take my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm done. Uh, so again, he he uh, 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 is exhausted and discouraged and praying to die, and then he went to sleep. Mm. I said this. I'm gonna say this. Even the strongest saints have weaknesses. Yes. Let me rewind and say that again. Uh, even the strongest saints have weaknesses. And spiritual depression strikes when we least expect it. 
uh, especially following on the heels of a spiritual victory. Wow. So true. You remember, you remember when Jesus, uh, Jesus was attacked uh, after he had a glorious baptism, mm -hmm. then he goes into the wilderness and he is tempted of the devil. Yes. Uh, so Elijah may have assumed that after the victory at Mount Carmel, Ahab would lead Israel into returning of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Perhaps he thought that Queen Jezebel would be cast out of the palace or she would raise the white flag and surrender. Mm -hmm. But neither of, the, of those things happened. Mm -hmm. Ahab was weak as ever, but Jezebel was evil as ever. Wow. And Elijah was disillusioned and he was ready to give up. He was ready to throw in the towel. Wow. So God knew what Elijah needed. Mm -hmm. uh, he needed some food and he needed some rest. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when we are spiritually or mentally uh, exhausted, we need to take a break. Yeah, yeah, we need to take a break. Yes. We need to rest. Mm -hmm. And God knew that Elijah, even though he had basically quit, I'm done, gave his resignation, mm -hmm. God knew that all Elijah needed was some a little to eat and some rest. Right, right, right. So as we see this, the angel fed him mm -hmm. and let him sleep. Mm -hmm. And fed him and let him sleep again. again. So sometimes what we need is a good meal and a good night's sleep. Amen. Amen. This gave Elijah the strength that mm -hmm. he was going to have to have for be able to go on the journey that God had for him. Go ahead, Doug. Wow. What what a type and shadow. Let's just back this up. What 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 a type and shadow of what Jesus would experience in the wilderness. That that's the first thing, you know, Jesus is always proving himself through scripture that, 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 that which they experienced then is going to, is just a type and a shadow of what I'm going to have to go through. And he, re, and he's revealing that even after the victory, you need rest. And it like, like, unlike, I like, I like what the scripture wrote because, because the writer turns around and, and says it twice. He not only, he not only ate once, but he had to eat again. The, the, the first time he was rejuvenated with food and rest wasn't enough, wasn't the strength that he's needed. So God said, look, I'm gonna go ahead and give you a double portion of this because that's the only way that's going to get you through it. When we understand that we should not have a mental breakdown after that victory, we must go back into our prayer closet and say, Lord, okay, now it's time to rest and be rejuvenated. That bread that he received is like what is, is, is like what is like what we should receive after we have done ministry. We should go back and, and take those couple of days and pick up this word and let the bread from heaven begin to rejuvenate our spirits that we are not spiritually drained. We are not knocked off our feet and, and don't have the discernment for the next battle that's coming because we, because we got a devil that, that don't sleep either. And, and I, and I hope I put that right. That does not sleep. He goes to and from constantly trying to do what um, spiritually just knock us off our feet because anytime he can knock us off our feet, he knows that that's a window of opportunity at our weakest point. So what I believe, what, what, what the scripture is showing us today, don't give up, don't give in after your victory, settle, settle to go into that place of prayer and say, instead of crying out, Lord, take me, I'm ready to die. Say, Lord, fill me up again. Cause everything you gave me, I just gave out so that he can do it by the power of his spirit. Back to you, Cass. And that's so true because at the time of those who preach or teach, once we have poured out, uh, that's when the enemy's mm -hmm. going to come to try to get at us. Mm -hmm. And those who preach and teach can identify with that. Yeah. Uh, once we have uh, labored and preached and taught a particular lesson or message, uh, uh, if you if we don't continue to pray, 
Mm-hmm. We don't go and get some rest. A lot of times after I, I preach, I'm 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 gonna go take a little nap. Mm-hmm. I do, that's what I do. Yeah. Uh, because I know uh the enemy uh will try to throw things in my mind and all of that. So I just pray and go rest and then I get up and eat something. Mm-hmm. Uh so again, we we can't allow uh, the enemy to torment us in our minds. Say it. Mm-hmm. We can allow the enemy to torment us in our mind, and this is exactly uh, what Elijah is going through. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he just experienced victory. Jezebel says, "I'm going to get you, and by this time tomorrow, you're going to be killed." But instead of relying on the God who just brought him through, mm-hmm. he took it on himself. Yeah. And he ran. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a, a verse uh, nine says, he entered the cave there and spent the night. And suddenly the word of the Lord came to him and he said to him, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. He replied, I have been zealous for the Lord God of armies but the Israelites have abandoned your covenant, tore down your altars, and killed your prophets with the swords. I am, I am, I alone am left, and they are looking for me to take my life. Uh-huh. He's in this cave. Uh, the word of the Lord came unto him, and he asked the prophet, what are you doing here? Yeah. And of course, the obvious answer was, I'm resting. But God wasn't asking Elijah what he was doing at Horeb. But rather, what was he doing at Horeb? Mm-hmm. Uh, why had he fled so far from Israel mm-hmm. where the Lord had called him to minister? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Elijah was running from the place where he was assigned to minister. Woo! Teach that. Teach it. How many people run away from the assignment God has given you? Yes. Because it gets tough. Yes. How many? Good question. So, 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 Elijah is running away from the assignment God gave to him. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. what God goes by saying. What are you doing? Why are you so far away right. from the assignment? Sound like Jonah, don't it? Yeah, don't it? <laughs> uh, He's running away from mm-hmm. the assignment mm-hmm. God has for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So in verse 10, uh, Elijah was ready with his complaint. Mm-hmm. Elijah was ready with his excuse. Uh, he said he had done everything God had asked him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nothing had changed. Uh, just, you know, uh, he got said, I did everything you told me to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Israelites had to ban your covenant. They tore down your altars and killed your prophets. And he basically says, uh, I am here left alone. Mm-hmm. They are coming after me to kill me. So as far as uh, Elijah knew, he was the last man standing for God. Mm-hmm. His answer could have been construed by saying, God, this is, I'll tell you what he said, God, your power was great, but ain't nothing changed, so it wasn't good enough. Mm. That's what mm. he was internalizing. Yeah. Uh, he basically, Elijah was saying, we won that battle, but mm-hmm. we lost the war. Yeah, yeah. So Elijah, which was definitely not the truth, Mm -hmm. but again, because he was operating out of himself instead Mm -hmm. of operating in God, Mm -hmm. he was able to uh, think that that warped thinking. Mm -hmm. He should have already knew God had it under control, but because he was operating in flesh instead of God, that's why he did what he did. And so many of us, when we operate in flesh instead yes. of God, yes. we go far away from the assignment mm-hmm. that God has given 
Kibbutz. Go ahead, Cuz. Wow. Again, you know, Cuz, you just you 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 just kind of put the nail on it right, right. Put you know, hammering the nail right into the wall here. I mean, here here we find Elijah just completely exhausted mentally, not not even alert anymore. Still, still thinking about him own self, can't even see the victory that God gave him. And which, which tells me when, when he says, you know, it, what he said wasn't even true because I'm going to take this back to the Holy spirit. The Holy spirit come to do one thing. That's to make a transformation. And here he is going through a transformation and he doesn't even see it. And we're going to see later on in this scripture, what actually happens because, because, because when we run away from the assignment that we have been given out of fear, out of not trusting that God has our back, not trusting the complete work of Jesus Christ in us. What do we do? We fall back into that unbelief. I don't believe, you know, I see it, but you know, Lord, you ain't done nothing. And the Lord is, and the Lord is like, you don't see what I've done by my right hand. Right. Which means internally, internally in him, his mind had not, cast down every vain imagination. That's the only thing I can think of right now. It, it, hadn't cast it, down. it hadn't cast down every vain imagination because when, when you have gone through the battle and God has given you the victory, we are, we just said that that devil is going to come to try to take everything that was in you. And here God, here, here, here Je Je Jezebel sets up the evil, the evil thought, that suggestive thought to say, you know what, I'm gonna catch you this time tomorrow, you're gonna be dead. And he internalized it and believed it. And God said, You didn't even believe the victory that you had from a spiritual perspective, you didn't even believe the victory. So now you that enemy continues to go over and over and over of that. And you and you you ought to take that thing back. When God, when God put him in that place of rest, gave him two days to rest before God even shows up and begins to speak to him again. God wanted to make sure that his mind was clear. You need to be able to hear me when I speak to you so that you know it's me because he knew, God knew that his mind was messed up. And God said, no, I've given you, the, I've given you the mental rest. I've given you the physical rest. I've given the food you need. Now it's my turn to come in and ask that question, that identifying question, what are you doing here? And made him have to come back to a realization that you 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 have missed you have you are running away from the assignment you have been called, and like you said, because a lot of us are, are a lot of us experience that we think after the victory the enemy comes in and we do not want to stand and continue the assignment that we have been called because we know that the darts are going to come, but if you go back into that place of prayer. And God gives you that restoration, the rejuvenation. You should come back more on fire for Jesus Christ with the word of God in you because that's what he did. But God is going to show us what happens to someone that runs away from the assignment and is not transformed in his mind. He hasn't realized what God has done for him. Go ahead, cuz. I'll leave that back over to you. So, 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 so another thing before we move on, nothing. Elijah should have knew God was with him. And this just hit me as you were talking. Mm -hmm. Where did the bread and water come from? Say it. He was gone. So, so, supplying another miracle. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So where did the water and bread come from? Yes. They said it was on coals. Uh, uh, so where did it, how did the fire start for sure. the bread? While he, all while he was sleeping, this was taking place. Uh, God has set it up uh, where bread was on the coals and he had some water to drink. Yes. That right there should have been like, man, uh, I didn't bring it. Ain't nobody yeah. around here. I, I, I'm out here by myself. Mm -hmm. That should have re-invested. I don't know about you, yeah. but that should have uh, recharged him mm -hmm. to say, oh, man, he really is with me. Yes. Uh, but again, he was looking at his obstacle mm -hmm. instead of looking at God. Yeah. The Believer for Life Christian clothing brand is now on Amazon.com forward slash Believer for Life. So then verses 11 to 14, he says, then he says, go out, stand on the mountain in the Lord's presence. At that moment, the Lord passed by. A great and mighty wind was tearing at the mountains 
and were shattering cliffs before the Lord. Uh, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, there was a fire, uh, but the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire, there was a voice, a soft whisper. Uh, and when Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle and went and stood at the entrance of the cave. Suddenly a voice came to him and said, what are you doing here, Elijah? Mm -hmm. uh, I have been very zealous for the Lord God of armies, he said, but the Israelites, here you go, here's the complaint again, he mm -hmm. ain't letting it go. Uh, the Israelites have abandoned your covenant, tore down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I am left alone, and they are looking to take my life. Mm -hmm. So in other words, as we've been saying, uh, Elijah thinking had become foggy. Mm -hmm. uh, we will call it in the day's terms, he had experienced burnout. Mm. Say that again, Scott. Yeah, we will call it in in our day and in our in our day and age, we will call that burnout. Mm -hmm. uh, but he needed Elijah needed a good dose of truth. So again, God didn't rebuke him, uh, but rather gave him spiritual illumination. Lord oh, have mercy. Lord help us. He could have rebuked him, but he mm -hmm. gave him some spiritual illumination. So in other words, Elijah was so awed by this encounter, but God has a reason for displaying his power. Uh, the message behind it was this. He was letting Elijah know mm -hmm. that things were still under control. Amen. Yeah, God's power had mm -hmm. not diminished. Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, Elijah didn't need to run and hide Mm -hmm. Because God had more work for him to do. So again, God raised the uh, the question again, what are you doing here? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But still, Elijah wasn't still not ready to move. Mm -hmm. And he says his complaint again. Mm -hmm. Again, God was with him. And one thing of us, when we get in the busyness of life, we need to be still and listen for that small voice of God. Repeat. Let me say that again. When we are so consumed in, in the busyness of life and the busyness of ministry, we need to go. Some people say go sat down somewhere mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and, 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 and listen for that small voice of God. Right, right, right. True. Sometimes we get too busy mm -hmm. and we get too busy to where God like, I, I want to spend some time with you, but you, you, and, and sometimes we get too busy doing the right stuff. Yes. We can be doing what we need to be doing ministry wise, but sometimes we need some alone time with God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that is hard for those who are in ministry Mm -hmm. And because we minister so much and we're and we're feeding people, we don't take the time out to allow God to feed us. Let me say that again. Yeah, he gets a repeat. <laughs> we get so consumed and so busy in doing ministry. We're teaching, we're preaching, we're doing all the things we do, and we don't slow down enough. To allow God to minister to us. Yeah. A lot of times we study for different lessons, different stuff, and sometimes we need to have some study alone time with God. Ooh. And when we have, I'm going to pass it to you because once we have that alone time of study with God, that's where we get refueled. That's where we get empowered yes. and the anointing can continue to flow. Ooh. When we spend time with God, yes. But when we don't spend the time with God, then we then we see why we have weak ministries, weak church, no miracle signs and wonders not happening because yes. we didn't spend the time with God. Go ahead, cause. yes. And you know what? That that time is required. 
not when you feel like it, but after like I'm gonna stick, I'm gonna stick with the text after the victory. That's the time because you need that refuel. I'm I, and I said this and I say this a lot, but 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 if you had a Mercedes Benz and it had a diesel fuel, would you would you go put regular gas in it? Mama. No, you wouldn't. These bodies are fearfully and wonderfully made, and they're made to fit the Holy Spirit to abide in us. But God is saying right here to us right now through this text. After your victory, you need to come before me and spend some time. Don't get caught in the busyness of your day-to-day -day life that you forget. Cuz you, you 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 gave an important you gave an important point a few minutes ago. You said, you know, after after you after you minister the gospel, what do you do? You go in and take a nap. And then you get up and eat. That time, even in that nap time, that rest time, when the body is at rest and the mind is now clear, God can go in and begin to speak to your heart. And that way you can be sustained in the days that you can continue the ministry and you can walk in it in power. How many of us are crying out, Lord, I want to see the miracles. Lord, I want you to do this. Why can we ain't seeing this? Why can we ain't seeing people deliver? Why it seems like the world is just, you know, going crazy every day. And that point right there for all the leaders that just think that they just need to be busy from ministry to ministry and never soak in, soak up, get in that place of just I'm going to spend some time with Jesus Christ. Turn off your cell phone, turn off your TV and get in that place and let the Holy Spirit renew you with his word, renew you, rejuvenate you that when you come out, you come out stronger. You come out with more conviction to be more zealous for Jesus Christ. You come out and say, look, Lord, whatever assignment you have, I'm going to continue on this path. You're not, you're not going to reach the point of burnout. You know, I, I, I heard, I heard a, I heard someone, I heard a pastor say that a few years ago. Like, I think I just reached burnout. And I just said, how could that possibly be? And the only thing I could come up with is you're not, you're not taking the time to rest in him after, after ministry, you might need more than a day because if, if you do ministry, you have gone through the prep of, of prepping that word, making sure you have understanding and then you 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 should you've already spent you know for some a week a good I'm just gonna say a good week preparing for a two hour session of sharing the gospel. You need to have the fire. You need to have the fire and the presence of God when you minister, because people that come into that into that space need healing. They need restoration. They need the anointing, and the anointing only comes because we have spent that time and the Holy Spirit is very powerful when we have surrendered all that we have for that session. And, and that takes what it, we, we may, we don't have to give it 40 days, but you need to give it some time. You need to be able to come back and say, look, I'm not, I'm not going to reach it. Burnout should not even be in our vocabulary as, as ministers of the gospel. What you getting burned out for when you got Jesus on your side? Mm. When you know, when you know you are exhausted physically, emotionally, and spiritually bankrupt, you need to sit down. Exactly. You need to tell everybody, look, I've got to spend some time away and get a fresh word. And I think when we go through that, the cycle of life that, you know, year in and year out, day in and day out, month in and month out, we have to begin to say, Lord, I need some time of rest. I need some time of rest. As a matter of fact, let me let me go ahead and, and you know always I can always come up with, with 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 an experience, but this just happened. You know, a few weeks ago, you know, we do a family uh, a family Tuesday night family prayer, mm -hmm. and in December, the Lord had instructed me as I was as I was making the schedule out that 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 fifth Tuesday in January, He says, write no prayer call. And I said, Lord, why? And I might have shared this a few weeks ago. Why? Because you're going to need to rest. See, when the, when, when the Lord even tells you to mm -hmm. rest, you need to do it. Mm -hmm. Because there's something that has been depleted out of you that he needs to restore in you. And so, and so, and so I, I did, you know, I had no, 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 no clue, but the Lord, you know, obedience is the key. 
Yeah. Yeah. Obedience is the key. No matter where you're where you're at in ministry, no matter where you're at in your own personal walk with the Lord, we still need rest. Because when you get caught up with the busyness of life and life becomes very busy, kids, grandkids, work, you know, uh, just doing church things, just, you know, being proactive in your life. There must be a time of, of rest where you're just taking that time out that the Lord can restore, rejuvenate you to continue the journey that he's called you to. So you don't ever have to look at the word burnout in your you ought to be revived every day because God says, my mercies are new every morning. Yeah. Grace is sufficient. Yeah. But how, but how do we know? And the more you understand that that rest is important, you will not find yourself in the position that Elijah found himself ready yeah. to die, ready yeah. to give up hope when God yeah. had just gave him the, 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 the victory he needed. All, all he had to do was show up in the in the in that space, God had already pronounced the victory. Yeah. That was his obedience. But then he let that that devil through Jezebel come out and speak some words that just that took him out, took him out of his position. Go ahead, cuz, because we're gonna finish this up and people understand what I'm saying. That 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 word took him out of his position. And then yeah. God does what? Raises up another one. Go ahead, cuz. Go ahead. Yeah, so again, so again, uh, one thing that you share, and one thing I think we need, I need to reiterate that those who preach and teach, uh, whatever we're teaching, that we, uh, we need to have it ministered to us first. Yes. Oh, powerful. A lot of times we just go, a lot of people just go about the lesson without letting it resonate with them first. Yes. How is it going to, be powerful and effective if it hasn't changed you. Woo, there's that transformation again. Uh, if it hasn't changed you before you present it, uh, then what you think going to happen? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so again, it's important that uh, we allow, when we, those of us who preach and teach, that we have to allow that word to minister to us mm -hmm. as well as we have to have that alone time where we're not dealing with a lesson. Mm -hmm. uh, we're just dealing with you and God. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and I had to grow to that point because there was a season in my life. Yeah, I was teaching and, and preaching or something, almost something every week. Uh, but I, at one point, I was so consumed in that without having that alone time. Mm -hmm. And when I didn't have that alone time, uh, 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 that was getting ready to take me down a slippery slope. Yeah. Because you can't function without that quality alone time with God. Mm -hmm. Because, and that's exactly what had happened with Elijah mm -hmm. that led to his spiritual burnout. Yeah. Uh, instead of putting it, giving it to God, he took it upon himself and he ran. Mm -hmm. So now in verses uh, 15 to 18, and we'll get ready to wrap this up after this. It says, then the Lord said to him, go and return by the, by the way. You came to the wilderness of, of Damascus. And when you arrive, you are to anoint Haziel mm -hmm. as king over Aram. You are to anoint Jehu, son of Nish Nimshi, as king over Israel, mm -hmm. and Elisha, the son of Shaphat, from Abel Manhola, as a prophet in your place. Mm -hmm. Then Jehu will put to death whomever escapes the sword of Haziel, and Elisha will put to death everyone who escaped the sword of Jehu. Mm -hmm. But I will leave 7,000 in Israel. Mm -hmm. Every knee that has not bowed to Baal. Mm -hmm. And every mouth that has not kissed him. So basically what we see here, God said, I didn't heard your complaints. You gave your complaints. And God says, uh, basically said, I didn't heard enough. Yeah. Uh, enough is enough. 
uh, far from being thwarted, the Lord was about to wipe the throne of Israel clean mm -hmm. and remove Baal worship from the nation. Mm -hmm. And now uh, that Elijah had experienced, I'll say this, a spiritual retreat. Mm. Uh, he got had his next assignment ready. Mm -hmm. so, and we've just been talking about that all along. Sometimes we need to just rest, have a spiritual retreat with God and to get prepared for the next assignment he has for you. Mm -hmm. uh, so he commanded the prophet to return to the north and anoint Heziel, king of Aram, and Jehu as king of Israel. And he said these men would exact God's vengeance on yeah. Israel's sin. Mm -hmm. uh, he also told Elijah to anoint his successor, mm -hmm. uh, Elisha, indicating that Elijah was, wasn't as alone as he had feared. Yeah. Uh, God basically let him know that somebody that people were still around uh, that 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 served and worshipped the true and living God. Mm -hmm. So now he tells him to uh, anoint his assessor, Elisha. I'm going to say this. This is not in the lesson, but I, this mm -hmm. is for free. Yeah. Uh, 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 a lot of times where we have messed up in our churches and ministry, mm -hmm. we have put the world system in place instead of doing what God says do. Mm. We really? have we have went to voting and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, we send your resume. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you're candidating for this ministry. You candidating for this church. Mm -hmm. God, the person who is over that ministry, God spoke to him and told him who was to succeed him. That's it. Uh, but again, when we take matters in our own hands, that's why some of our churches, that's why some of our ministries are in the position that they are yeah. because they didn't do it God's way. They did it the world's way. So what do you expect for ministries and churches to be in chaos, mess, and confusion when you do it the world's way instead of God's way? Say it. So uh, true. So again, he let him know that he was not alone. Mm -hmm. uh, there were other servants of the Lord in the land. In fact, God revealed to Elijah that he had 7,000 followers who is in Israel who not who had not bowed to Baal. Mm -hmm. So again, Elijah, when he ran, he thought he was by himself. Yes. And if he would have took the time to spend time with God instead of hearing what Jezebel said and ran in fear, mm -hmm. uh, if he would have spent that time with God, God would have showed, showed him ahead of, uh, before he did that, yeah. I still have some people with you. Yes. Who? When we take matters in our own, mm -hmm. when we do it our way instead of God's way, that will lead us down the slippery slope and then we, we will be like Elijah in this moment mm -hmm. and experience spiritual burnout. Go ahead, cuz. Wow. Again, cuz you can you you kind of wrap that up on a strong note when 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 you make us think to look to to look at the church and identify how much of the world we have allowed into mm -hmm. our churches. Yeah. Where our leadership no longer says let's submit ourselves to, to the to the authority of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. and pray for who is to come in here next. But then let's go ahead and do it the way the world says it. Let's make this a competition thing. Let's go back yeah. and get the resumes. Let's go back and get. And God has said, I haven't done none of that. Here he he shows us in his word. Elijah had already had those who were connected to his ministry. But because he had reached a point of burnout and didn't trust, God had to take him back over here, rejuvenate, restore, so he can now begin to identify. God, God, God had his back all the way. But if, yeah. if he had just taken that time out, God would, the Holy Spirit would have revealed to those 
those things which are yet to come. So the Lord now begins to tell him this, you go back and you're going to anoint. I want you, he anoints three people here. Tell this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Once he does that, this is the way God is setting us up in the church. This is the way that we should be doing it God's way. This is, this is kingdom living here. This is kingdom living. God is showing, you know, I got, I got this. If y'all just follow my lead and not, and not try to get me to follow yours. And that's what the church is doing. God, you follow us. Cause this, this is the direction we going. And that's mm. what we, and that's what keeps our churches in the predicament that we in not seeing the power of God really change and transform lives as we know it can be done. And he's revealing it right here. Right here through Elijah, he's revealing it. This is kingdom living. This is the way things should be ran in the house of God. So come on, church. Let's go on and repent. All you leaders, all you leaders over churches and all you, all, all those that are in leadership, begin to seek God for the, for the positions that you have in your church. Like, Lord, you know what? Who, who, sits, who sits in this seat next? What God did here is, again, in this work, it's just a type and a shadow of the way Jesus, you know, went, went out and collected, all, you know, uh, gathered all his disciples. He just didn't gather them. They, they were all hand appointed from the beginning. They knew it. Yeah. Even that, even, even down to when Judas, when, when they, when, when they had, when they had to um, put someone in Judas's position, they spent time in what? Prayer. Mm. And where and where that lot failed, they knew that that was God's will. Let's go back to some basics so that we can see when God gives us the victory. That's what this story is about. When God gives us the victory, don't 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 act in fear because the devil comes in and 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 blinds blindsides you. You know, hits you on hits you from the blind side. Don't don't do that. Say so you know what, devil, you might you 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 might have took a hit, but that's okay because. I'm not going to pay that any attention because I know yeah. God is on my side. I'm going to rest. So when the devil comes in and speaks that into your ear, because it's the same nonsense he spoke in Genesis, get, 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 getting you to see the lack instead of the victory, it was getting you to see what you don't have and putting your mind in a space that you don't have that, that causes you to have mental and physical and emotional burnout. Stop that madness. Reel it on back in and say, Lord, you gave me the victory. What's my next step? So when the Lord says, I need you to go over there and rest for a couple of days so I can rejuvenate you by the power of my, by my presence, then do that so that you can come out and continue to fulfill the assignment. I like what God said about that. He, he, he labeled it, fulfill the assignment that God has given you. Don't come to the end. And and you and you get promoted to, to to the Lord says you know what I want you to go ahead and 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 anoint your successor, and you 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 might be feeling the consequences of you not having the faith to continue the journey, but you gave up and said oh no Lord I I'm just I'm I'm done you know I'll just just take me home I'm ready to die Lord said no I'm not done with you yet, so we walk in faith and not fear. God didn't give us a spirit of fear. He gave us a spirit of, of faith, a sound mind. So that, that mental, that mental collapse shouldn't happen. If we go back and what? Allow God to feed us the bread from heaven. Allow yeah. God to feed the word to you. Back to you, cuz you go ahead and close us out with a prayer and it's all good. So again, I hope something was said or done that has encouraged you. Uh, in episode 21 uh, uh, just remember uh, whatever if God called you to it he'll see you through it just need y'all to remember that mm -hmm. if God called you to it uh, he will see you through it uh, he will show you what to do what not to do uh, but we have to have uh, that time where we can hear that small voice of God. Mm -hmm. We can't get so consumed in life and the busyness of life uh, that we don't spend uh, adequate time with God. Mm -hmm. 
and I, I'll be the first to testify. Sometimes I'm guilty of that. Mm-hmm. I'll be. I'll testify on my own self. Yeah. Uh, hey. There is uh, where I'm guilty of that. Uh, that I've. Get, but once I realize that, I slow down. I spend the time with God and get back to where I need to be. Uh, but it's it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. And you can be doing ministry. Mm-hmm. And God says, no, okay, you you doing ministry, but it's time for you and I to have a, a one-on-one. Yeah. Uh, it's time for us, for me to spend time with for you to spend, you're spending time with the people, but you're not spending time with me. And a lot of people is consumed with spending time with the people and not spending time with God. We really can't help the people if we don't spend time with God. True. True speaking. We really can't help people if we don't spend time with God because God will show us and give us the word of messages to meet the needs of people. Yes. If we spend time with him. Amen. And we might even know it. We might just say something. And I, I, I've experienced this uh, uh, where people will come up to me after a message and say, uh, that was for me. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then somebody else, and again, they'll give me, they point what they got of it. And somebody else will say that was for me, and they got something totally different from mm, mm-hmm. it. Then God can speak to people where they're at when we spend adequate time with Him. Preach that, cuz truth. Again, we 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 got to learn that we can't go down what Elijah did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I say this all the time: the Bible shows us. People, what people have done, what they shouldn't do, to pre- to prevent us, what we shouldn't do. Amen. But a lot of times we fall right into what they do, mm-hmm. and we have a written word in front of us that keep us from doing it. So I'm gonna pray again. I thank God for you who took the time to be a part of this lesson. We do not have to go down the mental, emotional path uh, if we just take take a time out. As a, they, they, take a time out. Yeah. Uh, take a time out. Rejuvenate, rejuvenate yourself with the Lord. Uh, uh, and again, that thing still messing me up. Uh, how he fed him bread and water in a cave. Yeah. <laughs> that thing messed me up. Uh, and again, like I said, he should have known God was with him. Yeah. But he was so far distracted on that of his opposition mm-hmm. instead of the one who had given him the victory just a few days ago. Yeah. So let us pray. Our Father and our God, again, we thank you, we praise you, uh, we magnify your name because you and you alone is worthy to be praised. Lord, we thank you for. Uh, this lesson uh, showing us that we really don't have to go down the mental and emotional uh, slope uh, if we just continue to be connected to you. But then, God, we know we get sometimes we get caught up with the busyness of life, uh, the busy, busyness of ministry, and we sometimes find ourselves going that way. But I pray once if that happened or when that happens, uh, that your Holy Spirit will come to us and tell us to take a spiritual time out uh, so that we can get rejuvenated, refreshed, and revived so we can complete the assignment that you have given us. Help us not to run away from what you have called us to. Help us to do what you've called us to do by leaning in and depending on you every step of the way. So Lord, we thank you for what you're going to do. We thank you for what you have done. 
and we thank you for what you're doing even right now. Uh, in Jesus' name we do pray and ask it all. Amen. Amen. We pray you have enjoyed our conversation today. Thanks for spending time with us. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. And we'll see you next week. After a word from our sponsor, we will continue with praise and worship. I want to give you five days of my 30-day devotional, Standing on the Promises of God. When you stand on the promises of God, you clear your mind of the outside noise. Quiet your mind to hear the good shepherd's voice and renew your mind to walk in the victory over depression, anxiety, and scarcity. Get your free five-day copy today. Click on the link below. Do it now. Thank you for listening to Conversation with Cousins on the Power of Prayer Living Bible Hub Network. Please like and subscribe to our channel. Be sure to visit our website at livingbiblehub.com. May the joy of the Lord be your strength and may he keep you in perfect peace. Thank you.